You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM. PJ Glasser, Ryan Horvat, filling in for Nick Costos and Ken Barkley here on a Wednesday. Nick and Ken back tomorrow. Uh, Ryan and I are with you until 7 o'clock Eastern time, and then we will hand things off to Trista Crick and Nick Ashu, who I'm sure will give their thoughts on the news of the day, Nick Saban retiring as the head coach at the University of Alabama. And uh, Ryan, our producers behind the scenes were bringing up some great points that people think of everything. They're starting to bet the game of the year lines between Georgia and Alabama on September 28th. Georgia was minus one and a half in Tuscaloosa. Now they are minus two and a half. So uh, people are hopping on everything. I'm sure futures Dealing with Bama, they're going to move to their national title odds yeah. because you're right. I mean, the transfer portal, depending on who they end up bringing in, is going to change a lot. And we're going to see guys come in, come out of the program. It's just, it's crazy. He won, Nick Saban won at least 10 games in 16 straight seasons. Yeah, I was already going to bet Georgia in that game regardless, just because it was a revenge game for Kirby. And I think Georgia was the best team in college football. Yeah, If they're fully healthy with a healthy Brock Bowers, I think they win that game this year. Carson Beck will be back, but yeah, I mean, that's a smart way to look at it. I was thinking about this during the break when we were talking about names that you would not want as your next head coach, uh, since you are an Alabama fan. Bill O'Brien is definitely going to get a phone call and probably an interview. Does that do anything for you? No. That's like telling me that Greg Roman's getting an interview. Now, no chance he actually gets that job. But like you said, a lot of these guys that have ties to the program Probably going to get phone calls. I don't think D'Amico Ryans would want to leave Houston, right? I mean, they're in the playoffs year one. He has Will Anderson and C.J. Stroud for the next six to seven years in a division that we thought Jacksonville was going to dominate for the next decade, and it turns out like we don't even know if Trevor Lawrence is the guy Mm. and Doug Peterson's the uh, answer. So I don't think he would leave. Lane makes a lot of sense. Kalen DeBoer makes a lot of sense. And Dan Lanning make a lot of sense just when you look at those buyouts. I mean, this is a program like Alabama. $20 million is nothing. $12 million is nothing. Yeah. So I think they're going to get a top guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, all the money that he's generated over the last 15 years, I mean, it's they, they can buy out whoever they want. By the way, people are bringing up great points as well, Ryan, that after a head coach leaves, the transfer portal will be open for 30 days after that, right? So... Alabama's got to act pretty quickly so these kids know who's going to be leading them, which, again, brings me back to my thinking of, like, Bama behind the scenes knew this was happening. Like, I just, I refuse to believe that Nick Saban just brought this up to them. Like, he walked into athletic director Greg Byrne's office and was like, you know what, Greg, I, I think I'm going to I'm gonna retire. I'm, I'm just not going to do this anymore. 
I think he's probably maybe even coming into this season thought that maybe this one would be his last. But Ryan, like you said, this was his best coaching job, man. After they lost to Texas, they were 33 to one to win the national title. They almost lost to South Florida. They played so bad as 30 point favorites. And then they went undefeated in SEC play. They beat Georgia. And then, you know, I mean, they had Michigan. They should have won that game in the Rose Bowl. And then they probably end up beating Washington in the championship. So, I mean, he very easily could have won the national championship this year. I, uh, I just, I think it's crazy, but I do think they have a, a plan in place. We'll see who it ends up being. Yeah. I just hope it's not Lane Kiffin. I don't, he's a great offensive mind, but he can't win the big game. Like they lost two games this year and both of them were to Alabama and Georgia, right? Now, obviously Nick Saban's not there anymore. So Kirby Smart is, uh, is going to be the guy that you have to deal with in the SEC, but man, so if you're the SEC West, right? Well, obviously now with the with Oklahoma and Texas coming in, they go to pods and all that. But uh, I mean, who like if you're a team in the SEC, who do you, who's the team in the SEC that like you're waking up right now and you feel the best? Is it Auburn? Just because you don't have to deal with with Bama anymore? Is it Tennessee? Because- I think it's got to be for me. It's got to be Ole Miss. I mean, unless unless Lane really Lane does Lane. leave. I mean, they have a ton of talent. Yeah, you know, I mean, they're eleven to one to win it all. I'm not ready to completely write off LSU, even though they lose Jaden Daniels and Malik Neighbors. I still like what they have, and man, now I mean, a better question: Who's the best coach right now in the SEC West? Is it is it who I think it is? Is it Brian Kelly or is it? I mean, it is. Oh yeah, my god, it is Brian Kelly over Lane. It is because you got yeah, definitely. I definitely take Kelly over Lane. You got Elko there. You got Hugh Freeze there. Ooh, I like Elko. I yeah, do like Elko I like too. Elko. Uh, I, I mean, I'm honestly surprised Arkansas is hanging on to uh, Sam Pittman. I thought he'd be gone, but he's still there. Mississippi State. Who's the head coach that they brought? I mean, Miss- like I'm looking right now, and I would probably say, yeah. Oh, jeez. I mean, hmm. I, I I think it would be Brian Kelly. <laughs> it's not okay. So Mississippi State, you got Jeff Lebby. Uh huh. Oh, um, Levy. yeah, right. Levy there. Sam Pittman, absolutely not. No. Yeah, it, it honestly might it's be Kelly. It honestly it's might Kelly. be Brian Kelly who yeah. can't win a big game. And to your point, I'd put Elko before I'd put uh, Lane Kiffin. I yeah. really I want to like see Elko. what it goes like there. No, I do you know, too. Obviously, but I mean, if you yeah. could go and win at Duke, you could probably go win anywhere in the yeah. SEC. Gosh, I would especially now with NIL and all the money A and M has. Yeah, man. So I mean, I'm seeing more uh, more offshore books with like the next Alabama head coach. People are throwing in Deion Sanders. Could you imagine? And you might get Shador. All those Aflac commercials that they do. You got right? 30 days in the like, portal. I don't actually too. think that's insane. No, I don't either. I mean, I thought it was insane when people were talking about like, like Deion to Dallas or you know, to the NFL. But he likes the college game. Oh, yeah. And I think that's where he could actually win. Can I tell you? I think Alabama would entertain that. I mean, like, he could I go really in, would. He could go into anybody's living 100%. room. 100%. I mean, he flipped Travis Hunter. Yes. To Colorado. Yes. Right? I he mean, did. So, yeah, I wouldn't hate that hire. Can I tell you what? I don't hate it either. Especially if you surround them with the right people. Because that's what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, I... Dude, I would... Brian, I wouldn't hate that at all. I would rather have Dion than James Franklin. Absolutely. I'd rather I, have Dion than Lane Kiffin. See, I don't know, man. No, I, think I, would, I think I'd rather have Lane. No. Lane. Lane is a really good recruiter. He's, he's great in the transfer portal. And I think he's a really good X's and O's guy. I mean, 10 years ago, I wouldn't want Lane. Because he was a partier and he was yeah. a little immature, but I think he's matured. I don't want Lane. 
not on one lane. What about Urban Meyer? Any chance? No, no chance. Any chance? I don't, I don't think any chance. Um, and I don't think I'd want Urban Meyer either. No. I mean, I'd rather have him obviously run in my college program than any NFL team ever again. Right. But I worry that the game's passing the by. I didn't even really love Urban Meyer those last couple of years at Ohio State. I mean, that was more just like Ryan Day. Um, I think the game's passed him by. I wouldn't want him. You know I, what? The, the Deion Sanders, like, isn't a bad call. And how long do you think call? he stays at Colorado? Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. Gosh. They would pay him whatever. Mm, that'd be good. You're right. You get Shadur for this year. He could recruit absolutely anybody he wanted. And they, you know, they do the Aflac commercials. Dion has the utmost respect for Nick Saban. I've heard him talk about it in, uh, you know, commercials like all the time or interviews that he does. That that could be an interesting one. I I, I think it might be Lane. I think they might end up doing that. Saban's obviously going to have a say in who he wants to run the program. Um, Dan Lanning's the guy that I would want. Him, yeah. or, him or DeBoer would be the top two, yeah. I would say. And I think I those want. are going to be the first two phone calls. Yeah. Those guys will get huge offers. Is this, is this move affecting how you would bet another team in the futures market? Like, even though Georgia's the favorite, does this make you love them even that much more? It makes me like Georgia a little bit more, and I already like Georgia coming into the season. Yeah. You know, I mean, we know what they're going to be on defense. Right. I actually really like Carson Beck. I do too. Ryan, this makes me like Tennessee a lot. Makes I mean, because you, you were talking about Tennessee even yesterday before this news broke. They get Bam at home. Right? Yeah. And, th- dude, this Nico kid that they got playing quarterback is, he- he's the real deal. Well, he's and, the real deal. And you know what the coaching staff's going to look like? Because my answer would be Ole Miss. I mean, I I like Ole Miss. I just never trust Lane in big yeah. games. But, I mean, um, this makes me like him a little bit more. Unless mm-hmm. he ends up taking this job and ends up leaving, then I don't like Ole Miss. Because then, I got, like I said, a lot of those guys would flip. Like with Bama, with Saban leaving, I don't know how many guys are going to leave the program, especially, like you said, you got 30 days here with the transfer portal. I think they're going to act quick. I agree. Like, how quick do you think it goes down, though? Do you think that we have a new head coach by next week for Bama? Or do you think it's going to be like a two-week process here? I think they're going to try to like move next, as quickly yeah, as possible. They will. They will. Yeah. They will. I, I agree with you. What happens first? Do you think that Vrabel gets another coach, or Jim Harbaugh decides on what they want to do, or Bama hires a new coach? I'm going to go with Bama hires a new coach. Bama hires a new coach. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, even if, like, let's say Milrow decides that he's going to leave, which I don't think would be the case. Because, I mean, like, it was a weird season for Alabama, especially with Milrow. He didn't look any good the first couple weeks of the season. They benched him. They brought in Tyler Buckner. And then Tommy Reese completely, like, flipped the play calling, right? They completely changed offenses. Reese isn't going to be back. I don't think. No, you're right about like, that. That's a good, especially like if, if they bring in an offensive guy. Right, like if Kalen DeBoer gets yeah, that job, Tommy Reese isn't yeah. calling plays. Right. If Dan Lanning even gets that job, even though he's a defensive-minded head coach, I think he's going to bring in his guys. So, yeah, I mean, if you have to lose him, that, that would make the Dion hiring, you know, if you did want to go that route, more sexy because you could probably get Shador. Maybe you could even get Hunter. I mean, like, I would just, I'd want to flip a couple of those top guys at Colorado. I hated the depth at Colorado, but, like, they're top guys. They got some players. They just didn't have any depth, and they didn't have anybody on the defensive side of the ball. But, man, I mean, Shador's an obvious upgrade over Milrow, and it's not even close. Shador's an NFL quarterback. Milrow is a pretty solid college quarterback. But, man, I can't get that Michigan game, that taste out of my mouth. Do any of these NFL coaches strike you as somebody that would leave to go to the pros? Like, they wouldn't take a Kellen Moore or a Brian Johnson. They would take a proven guy. So I'm wondering, do you think, like, uh, you know, like a Mike Tomlin, would he be interested? Right? I don't know that like, Tomlin would. Tomlin you know what I mean? Big. Again, because you have to work all season, all year long. Yeah. You know, Mike Vrabel, I think Mike Vrabel could go to the collegiate level and win. I think he could recruit. 
And I think Bama, like, especially like what I was talking about, he would like he would almost Lane makes more sense just because of the relationship and because he spent time there. But Rabel reminds me more of like a Saban guy where he comes in there and he's like military like really strict, runs a really tight program with Lane. You don't really get that. I'm going to throw a name at you that as a Ravens guy, I would love Mike McDonald. I think Bama goes with an offensive guy, but he was at Michigan with Harbaugh, right? Yeah. He knows the college game. He can recruit. Young coach. Yeah. I think he probably wants an NFL job. That's why he moved from the college game, defensive coordinator at Michigan to the defensive coordinator at the Ravens. But uh, I, I don't think, see, Tuscaloosa, like the, the fans in Alabama don't know enough about Mike McDonald, so I don't think they would do that move. Like they're they're probably going to bring in a guy who's who's a proven coach in um in the college game. Oh so my god, fascinating! One quick note: Pete Thamel just tweeted this about a minute ago. One more addition. So we talked about the buyouts: Dan yeah. Lanning twenty million, Kalen DeBoer twelve million, uh, Dabo gross seven point five million, James Franklin six million, Marcus Freeman's buyout under four million only. You get Marcus Freeman. Page. There's yeah, your no. defensive-minded head coach, <laughs> and then he could keep Tommy Reese. Tommy Reese he, could. He, could, he could continue to call plays. I don't think it's crazy, but I don't know. Like this is the best um, situation that Notre Dame football has been in years. Mm-hmm. Like look at the class they have coming in. You got Riley Leonard coming in, and compared to what the schedule was last year, you know this year is kind of like a piece of cake. And and if you're Notre Dame, and we talked about this yesterday with the expanded playoff, man, like two losses, you're probably in the playoff. One loss, you're in there every year, but you could probably afford to lose two, maybe even three games. Yep. So I would never want to leave there. And there's no pressure at Notre Dame. You got to remember, too. It sounds crazy to say that, but nobody cares, man. You know, I mean, at Alabama, you lose one game, they're calling for your head. Marlon Humphrey tweeted out about 50 minutes ago that obviously a former Alabama player, he would have been in the portal so fast if after I heard Saban retiring. Oh, so, and so would I. I mean, I, if you. I mean, that's ah, the thing, but, man. So many of these players. But it's still Alabama. You know what I mean? And if and, and that's why you got to act quick. And if you get a guy like Dan Lanning, everybody already wants to play for Dan Lanning. Guys guys still want to play for Lane Kiffin. Now, if you bring in Dabo, that might screw your program over. Because you could look at it like he's an Alabama guy. He went to Alabama. He's a winning coach. He's got the national championships. But, dude, like, Clemson hasn't been Clemson in a couple of years now. Look mm-hmm. at the offensive side of the ball. I mean, we both bought into them this year. They don't yeah. have a wide receiver that could create separation. The reason that they don't, they won't hit the portal, and they don't want to spend any money. You have to do that at Alabama. Right. So he would have to change his stripes. And I don't know that Dabo wants to do that, man. An image in Loch Ness. <laughs> How would you feel, though? You wake up tomorrow morning and Dabo's the guy. Would you rather okay, Dabo or Lane? No, wouldn't feel But good. you have to have one of them. I would take Lane in a heartbeat over Dabo because yeah. you know he could recruit and you know that like if, if I'm a 17, 18 year old kid, do I want to go play for Dabo in his black eye right now or do I want to go play for Lane? You really want to know who gave him that shiner. You really do. I have to know. I think it was Tyler from Spartanburg <laughs> or whatever the hell. Somebody yeah. definitely punched him oh, in the face. big time. That's not like a black eye big, like you were playing pick up hoops time. at LA Fitness and yes. you caught an elbow no. going up for a weak side rebound. I think it was a player, don't you? Or maybe it was like an angry parent. I wish it was me, and I don't ever promote violence on this show, but we both had Clemson Futures. They should have beat Florida State. They should have went up two scores. Yeah, Play calling was terrible. Terrible. They had the weirdest situation this year. Like Every game during the broadcast, they would talk about this field goal kicker who hit like a 72-yarder in practice, but he wasn't like the short-distance kicker. So we had to watch that one kid cost us money, and he couldn't hit a 35-yarder. Like How the hell do you got a kid that can hit a 72-yard field goal, and you're not trotting him out there every fourth down when Mm. you're in the red zone? Insane. Yeah, but man, I just, 
Dabo makes so much sense. And we've been talking about this for years. Oh, for a year. Especially. And that would be the time to leave Clemson. And they want him out. So when they were in their peak of their like run where they were winning national titles and Dabo signed that like $90 million extension, there was a buyout for Alabama and there was a buyout for every other school because they knew that that's who Bama would target when Saban retired. But that talk's kind of quieted down a bit. And if Dabo, you could have your pick, it would be Kirby, right? Easily. I don't and think I, he would ever leave. Though. He wouldn't. Not now. But they're certainly going to give him a call and just just see what he's doing. But he's he's. I mean, he goes there and there's not even like a oh. drop off. Oh, you're you're right. Yeah, you're right. We wrap up the show. You better you bet. Presented by BetMGM on the other side. We'll be right back with you. Better you bet. Presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.